0: and welcome to this week's episode of Don't Call Us, We'll Call You, the podcast that takes you behind those casting room doors and shares with you anonymous listener audition confessions from their careers, whether they're ballet dancers, actors, TV performers, comedians, Broadway superstars, we've had submissions from all of those people and the stories that you hear... They all happened and they're all absolutely unbelievable. (laughs) My name is Christopher Bartlett-Wolford. I am your host and each week a guest from the showbiz entertainment world joins me as we share the best stories that were sent in this week. And this week I'm delighted to be joined by West End star Heba El-Sheikh. She is performing, well, not currently because nobody is, but performing in the show. Everybody's talking about Jamie. She was Princess Jasmine in Disney's Aladdin in Australia, as you will hear how she got that job in the show. We have such a lovely time. She's a wonderful, wonderful person to talk to. I absolutely adore her. And it's been so much fun making a laugh and sharing these stories with her this week. If you're listening for the first time, give us a tweet. We're at Don't Call Us Pod. Say hello over on Instagram. Slide into our DMs or add us to your story. We love saying hello to new people. And also... We love it when you tweet along as you're listening to the show. It gives us a really good real-time reaction to how you find these stories. So do that. And if listening to the show reminds you of a time where you or a friend of yours had an amazing audition story that you'd like to get off your chest and not admit it to you, but email it to us, we're at don'tcalluspod at gmail.com. We love it when you share your stories with us because you are the heart of our show. There's nothing more to say. We're just going to get straight into this week's episode. And if you don't know, if this is your first time here, every week I start the show by asking our guest the same question. A really good leveller, and it gives us a good idea of how they react to those audition situations. And the question is, what do auditions mean to them?
1: Oh, that's a good question. I feel like it depends on the audition, Um, like when I first, when I first left like drama school, um, I would get like really nervous for auditions and, and don't get me wrong. I still get really nervous now. I don't, I don't think there's ever a moment where you just go, ah, yeah, this is, this is like going to be easy. Um, I still, there's always a nervous kind of energy going to an audition, but maybe like two years ago now, I stopped looking at them as auditions. I started calling them meetings because I was like, I'm not. I've, I'm not auditioning. If I think of it as an audition, then I'll, I'll start second guessing what it is that I'm doing, or start like trying to think what it is they want for me to do. And so it, it became like a like me trying to prove myself rather than just like doing what I can do, and either they like it or they don't like it. So I started calling them meetings rather than auditions, more for like a mental headspace thing. So you go, oh, it's a meeting. It's not an audition. It's just a meeting. Um, and and my agent when he sends me through emails about them calls them meetings as well so i think that's like a a good way to look at it i think so there's less kind of pressure on the table but um in general i'm gonna say i i like auditioning (laughs) when when i'm when i'm in shows i miss i miss the auditioning like part of the industry so I, I miss like the nervous energy or like going to an audition room and seeing your friends there and like that kind of like <laughs> we're, we're all in this together what's going to happen who knows like nine rounds down the line and you see the same fate like I love I love that side of things I love it um and I'm always that annoying person that wants to have a full conversation with my friends at the um at an audition room or like a meet at a meeting because everyone will like some people get really like quiet and just stay to themselves Mm. but I find when I do that I get really nervous so if I'm if I'm like just just by myself and like looking at my music or whatever I think also once you get to the space there's no more work that you can do do you know what I mean like you've just got to walk (laughs)
0: in the room and go for it
1: exactly so like looking at your script or like looking at your songs or anything it's not suddenly going to change your performance in the room when you're sat outside waiting for before going in so rather than do that because I find if I'm like looking at something I'll get super super nervous so if I see someone I know there or even if I don't know I might start having a conversation with them I think that's like my nervous way of like getting through that moment of being like hey you're right how's it get, how's it getting in all oh, the weather like literally just small chit chat but it's just how I get through to go okay well have a good one and then I'll just like go
0: so you're than... the talkative one right I'm okay. the
1: talkative one there's like <laughs> I, I read somewhere that there's like five different like types of people <laughs> in an audition room and I'm like, I've, my friend sent me that meme and was like, you are the talkative one because (laughs) that's how I like, that's how I get rid of my nervous energy to just be like, hey, how's it like, and just have like a full conversation with people or like the person behind the desk at the, in like the waiting room.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So you go in and you're like, oh, they, they look like they've had a long day. I'll just have a chat to them.
1: Honestly, it's terrible. I'm like, how are you? Oh God. Yeah. Busy. Is not like literally just a full conversation about probably nothing, but like, (laughs) I love it. I love talking to people and I think it chills me out because I go this isn't the most important part of the day. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like because sometimes if you if you've got an audition at like 9am or something it what an audition is going to be five ten minutes of your day. It's not the whole day so you can't put all of that pressure on yourself for like that one moment so I like to think of everything else as the most important thing and then that audition is just or the meeting is just like one thing that happened in that day and then you can like carry on.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think that's a really good uh, thought to have about it. It is, well, most of the time, unless you're maybe going for like a full afternoon call further down the line. But certainly in the early stages, it is only 5, 10, 15 minutes of your day. And that's a really good way of looking at it. Yes, prepare as much as you can. Go over your material as much as you can and absolutely kill it when you're in the room. But then it is still before 10 o'clock if you're in the morning. Or you might have had an entire day before. Yeah, and it's fine to let go of it straight away. And I think yeah. the more the more we record this show, obviously everyone has different ways of of dealing with auditions and, yeah. and meetings. Um, but it's true. I think if that's what works for you, that's brilliant. And it's a really it's a really healthy way of looking at it. Don't don't throw it away and go. Well, I don't care about it anymore. But don't care about it anymore because yeah. you're done now. And then if you yeah. get an email for a recall or you get an email that you didn't get the part or whatever, then you mm-hmm. can deal with it that way.
1: Yeah hurt any less does it like it's it's never if you don't get the part or or like or you do that that moment after the room is out of your control basically so like there's no point sitting by your phone and refreshing your emails waiting for some news because like when when it happens when you find out you're going to find out or you know so you might as well just enjoy the rest of your day or a try as much as possible to forget about it because it's yeah. it, like for mental health reasons it's just not it's not beneficial for you to just sit by your phone kind of like scrolling your emails constantly trying it <laughs> and don't get me wrong I've I've absolutely been in that position like,
0: everybody's done that surely <laughs>
1: Like where, where I just like, when I first left Mountview, I was literally just constantly like, Oh God, am I, am I going to get an audition through? Or like, do you know what I mean? Like constantly just try it. But I was like, this, that's out of my control. Like I can't control that. So I might as well just wait and see what happens.
0: Yeah. I like that. I think that's a really good way of thinking of it and not everyone will be able to do it. And I appreciate that, but that's a really good way of, uh, <laughs> of going for it. Let's let's hit you with the first submitted story that we had okay. this week. So as a reminder, every story that I read out was submitted by somebody who either listens to this podcast already or has found us online throughout the week from us saying that you guys were coming on or we were recording with XYZ and they've uh, very kindly sent them in and they, I like to think of them now as uh, almost like confessions, like this happened to me, <laughs> sometimes they're proud of it, sometimes they're not and there's definitely okay. a couple of those today. And okay. they, I think this week's episode especially they are all things that you've just clung on to a little bit too much and you're absolutely right you can let them go now it's fine we give you permission to throw that feeling away now (laughs) after we've told it to the world okay (laughs) (laughs) so the first one comes in and I think this is something that certainly anyone who's gone for a musical theatre audition who isn't very dancey has definitely found themselves in They say, hi Chris, uh, loving the podcast, that's very kind, Uh, and I have chosen to read that out. (laughs) (laughs) Please don't hold this story against me. So I'm not the most confident of dancers. I'm very much an actor-musician who can sing, play instruments, and move a bit, rather than the proverbial quadruple threat. Now, my agent at the time had got me an audition for a 60s-style musical production of A Midsummer Night's Dream. I'd been told to prepare songs and monologues, and there'd also be a dance round. I assumed she says brackets prayed, the dance round would be the second half, so I'd confidently smash the acting and sing yeah. around and muddle my way through the dance call. Yeah. Nope. First round, MT Jazz Dance. So oh, I turn God. up to the studio, already sweating with worry, but trying to convince myself of the old fake it till you make it approach. Then I realise we were specifically told in the audition breakdown to bring a printout of our headshot and printed CV. Oh,
1: God. But I'd
0: forgotten both. Oh, God. This meant that when we went into the room, I had to sheepishly explain what had happened to the panel, and when everyone else's headshots and CVs were laid out on the panel's table, in front of everyone, I just had a piece of paper with my name written on it in pencil.
1: Oh, God.
0: <laughs> Funnily enough, this didn't help with my nerves. I stumbled my way through the routine, which I can barely do, trying not to cry and wanting the floor to swallow me up. Oh. In the dreaded freestyle section, While girls in tights and leotards... (laughs) I hate that word so much. (laughs) In the dreaded freestyle section, while girls in tights and leotards are whacking out box split jumps and perfect triple pirouettes, I awkwardly dad dance into a shoddy cartwheel. (laughs) The audition finally ends, and I grab my stuff and run. Needless to say, I didn't get a recall, but I'm to this day very proud of myself for not actually crying.
1: Oh my god. Yeah. That that was amazing. <laughs> that was like staying and getting through that audition. Oh my god! That but is... that's
0: it. You she stuck with it, and I like that. Although I do like the fact that she says, "I grab my stuff, and in my head, I'm just seeing, it, seeing her go to the desk at the front, getting that piece of paper just with her name on it, and running out." Sorry, I need to keep. <laughs> oh I need to keep this. I need to reuse it.
1: Oh my <laughs> gosh. that is that is crazy.
0: As not a dancer, yeah. I fully fully appreciate that oh my god that. yeah
1: i i fully appreciate that as well like i wouldn't consider myself a dancer at all, at all. <laughs> i was in for west side story um dancy and, uh, <laughs> but i was in for cover maria and okay um, and the Rosalia track. So, you know, the one who goes, Puerto Rico, you oh, love guy. It. Now, so I was like, oh, Cushti, she doesn't even do any of the dancing. Like, she <laughs> she just stands there and sings and then she covers Maria. I was like, that's a bit of me. And so I, I, they were like, oh, there's going to be a movement call, blah, blah, blah. So I turn up to the movement call and everyone is full on dancers. Like leotards pink tights and like satin box splits stretching their leg above their ear being like nah. so tight and I was like am I in the right place like <laughs> for a moment I was like should I just grab my stuff and go before this even starts but anyway it was like a three-hour dance call and <gasps> I've, I've never been more embarrassed in my whole entire life like there was oh. one move that was like oh and now handstand into splits and I was literally like I'm gonna cry. And I could see the casting director like laughing, but like, not 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 in a way that was like, not in a way that was like mean, just in a way that was like, oh my God, I know what she's thinking right now. She's just dying. And I'm like, looking around like, why am I here? And I swear, I swear to you, there was like a salsa bit at the end where they were like, um, we'll teach you the salsa choreography. And it was very, they taught it very fast. And I truly picked up not one bit of the choreography. And then, <laughs> and everyone around me is dancing and the choreographer's like make it you know make it sassy like do a bit of improv to each other so I decided at this point that I was going to improvise in Spanish bear in mind I don't speak Spanish like I I know like worth a
0: try by this point I
1: was like you know what there's I might as well so everyone's dancing around me giving it salsa and I'm like I like literally making up random Spanish like I apologize to anyone who's Spanish who might be listening to this but it was like terrible <laughs> oh no just to say i didn't get
0: the job Ah, oh, but it's so true though isn't it and and especially if you are going for a role that mm-hmm. doesn't require the dancing but the team still have to just assess yeah. how you're gonna do with some movement you know these shows shows evolve as you get into the rehearsal room and you know mm-hmm. that things you know you might see something in you in that moment but often yeah. it really is a case of if you are one of the only ones or one of a handful of people who have to be there but don't have to be there for yeah. the same reason,
1: Yeah, it's
0: it's very, very isolating sometimes.
1: Oh, my God. And sometimes I, I genuinely love dance auditions sometimes. Like like with Jamie, I love the dance audition mm. because it was so much fun and like I never felt like it were they were like judgy it was it was very like oh bring the character to the to the performance bring the character to the choreography and like and and Tara who took the Jamie audition was amazing and she was literally just like broke it down for us and and was really patient and so sometimes in a dance audition it can be really fun and it, it can be like but then, but like with any with any meeting, it's the same. Like it's, it's either a really fun fun time and you have the best time, even if you're not the best. Or it's like, let me just grab my bag as quick as possible from the
0: room. <laughs> if there's if there's a move in the routine that's lie on the floor, just shuffle backwards like a crab out of the door, maybe, yeah. so no one knows you're there.
1: Let's slowly, kind of like head towards the door and hope no one realizes.
0: My my freestyle. Oh, God, Even saying the word just brings absolute shivers to me my i the thing is i i don't dance not that i go out to clubs or anything i'm a dad (laughs) now but it's i used to do the dad dancing before i was a dad but i (laughs) but i wouldn't do any dad dancing my my move was always the same and this is whether it was for a hip-hop musical whether it was for a a thing a panto or anything it it was the same thing and it was always the double point that was oh, it i i just okay. stand there and just go Da-da, like that like some kind of cheesy guy in an american nickelodeon cartoon i'll be like oh, like that because i couldn't i couldn't a it, it meant i didn't have to move but i could maybe put some shoulder action in but i was just that And it never worked.
1: (laughs) I sometimes wish there was, like, footage of us at these auditions. No, no,
0: no, no. I never (laughs) want to see it again.
1: (laughs) I think it'd be so funny to watch back, like, because, like... Obviously, in hindsight, like not straight after, not straight after you've had it, but like maybe like five years after, then you're like, oh my god, yeah, that that time that I auditioned for blah blah, and then you see the you see the footage and you're like, yeah, that was as bad as I thought it was.
0: Okay, maybe maybe that's what we add into our live shows when we get back into a theater and do this live. Yeah. I, I'll find whoever our guests are. I'm gonna find yeah. some of their audition oh, tapes and watch it no. back, and no. I'll say it's Heba's fault. Does she? She no, said to me, do-. "Don't
1: blame me." <laughs> Oh
0: dear! It's so true. It's so oh, yeah. true. It's oh, just God. the worst.
1: Yeah. And I
0: had to when I was casting. I had to. I did never taught the dance calls, but I'd had to be in the dance calls as the casting director. Yeah. And I think that's it. You'd see people just crumble, but give you evils thinking, "Why have you brought me into this?" Yeah. But then sometimes it was because they told us they could dance and they absolutely couldn't. So that, oh, that's yeah. a, that's a different one. Right. This, this is, (laughs) this, this, I've scattered them throughout different episodes, but this guy sent me in three absolute whoppers. So I'm going to, I'm going to read you this one because I love this. And I think, again, it's another one that's so innocent and your mind goes to somewhere and just sticks with it during a a, a call. (laughs) I love this. I think this is brilliant. (laughs) He says, to start off, I know very little about football, even less about footballers. (laughs) i had a commercial casting for a betting company in fact Mm -hmm. it was actually a recall down to me and one other chap Mm
1: -hmm.
0: in the room the director asked if i could improvise about with the script just Mm -hmm. have fun with it as the saying goes the script was my character talking about betting prospects of each footballer to score in the next half of the match my limited knowledge was going to be put to the test but i felt ready When it came to reel off some footballers, I went for Cristiano Ronaldo, easy, he's famous, Harry Kane, one of the players that had been in the script previously, and then my mind went blank. Mm. I couldn't think of a single other footballer to name. I stared into the darkness for what seemed like hours before a spark hit me. Lionel Messi! Thank goodness, the scene finished and I said my goodbyes. The casting assistant walked me out. On the way, he asked me if I meant to say Lionel Messi. Well, yeah. What did I say? I said. Lionel Richie.
1: Oh, God, no. <laughs>
0: it wouldn't have been so bad if, during the improv, I hadn't stated confidently that if Lionel Richie doesn't score, you can have a free bet on me.
1: <laughs> oh, my
0: God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I love it. I Lionel- love it
1: just on the field like in yeah, a commercial.
0: just pop it in like
1: whoop. i think i think they've missed the trick with that i think they could have booked lionel richie for that commercial and then like <laughs> would have
0: definitely been cheaper definitely been cheaper <laughs> no offense lionel <laughs> oh
1: my god oh my god <laughs> also
0: lionel messi and lionel richie could not look more different if you oh try
1: my god. Uh, like the totally <laughs> opposite like actual polar opposite that's crazy
0: but we've all been there when our head just fixates and you think you say, you do something or you say the lyric right uh, yeah. there's countless times that i've been in an audition where i've sung the wrong word but i've sung it oh, almost yeah. right or something
1: yeah 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 where it's like not actually a word by that point because like halfway through the word you realize that it's wrong <laughs> yeah yeah and then like and then it just comes out as a sound and you're like <laughs>
0: Oh, I like that. That's one of his three anyway. And if anyone else can work out what other two stories are attributed to him over the next few shows, then oh hats goodness. off to you. Well, he knows.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hilarious. So come on,
0: tell me of a tale of a time where an audition that you, or a meeting that you were going to, didn't yeah. necessarily go the way that you'd planned.
1: It's hard because I I, I never feel like I plan how, <laughs> how the meetings are going to go. Um, but... For the majority of the time, it happens with dance calls, um, where where I'm just like, "This is crazy." I won't say what the show is or what. what no, it was. We,
0: we keep those anonymous. Don't worry.
1: Yeah, but there was one one time where we had to like um, contemporary dance. Oh. Uh, bear, bear mind, <laughs> but bear in mind, every it was it was a hundred percent a movement call because every single other person in this meeting what were, were like these amazing voices like you know when you look around the room and you're like oh my god it's this guy that's played valjean or do you know what i mean it was like insane performers and like different ages and whatever but this was definitely the movement call because everyone around had those kind of like stellar vo- musical theater voices if you know okay. what i mean and so like so that, I was already like a bit like, oh, so many like amazing people in this room, but okay, then then it starts and there's like someone with a drum on the corner who's like just playing, <laughs> like just playing a drum. Casual and drum. <laughs> honestly, and they're like, okay, I want you one at a time to pretend you're this kind of like um, creature, I, I'm not gonna say what it is, but like this this cre- this like um, underwater creature thing and like improvise going from one side of the group uh. to the other at dance works. And like, and uh, firstly, it was just like, no one looked good. Like n- n- none of us looked like, oh yeah, we're nailing this. <laughs> like, and then, <laughs> and then there was one guy I won't, like there was one guy, I won't say who, but like for real did like um, a teddy bear roll from one side to the other. And I just, I just lost it because I was like, this is, what is going on right now? We're in this room, someone is playing a drum and we are pretending to be like sea creatures rolling. So I literally had to turn my fa- like I was like, I'm definitely not gonna get this job. I look so unprofessional right now. But like I turned to the back and was like, like literally crying laughing. <laughs> Because I was like, if someone was to, like, take a picture right now, this is the weirdest thing that's ever happened. And, like, so I was just laughing. Was like, oh, needless God. to say. But I was laughing, like, and so that, for me, that was one of the ones that I was like, okay, this, this is not how I, how I imagined this day to go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the thing is, in the first 10 seconds of that story, there are all of the worst words for dance yeah. calls. Improvise, yeah. contemporary, yeah. animal. Yeah. Oh.
1: Yeah. and a drum and a, drum. a drum doing the beat. yeah a casual like, drum
0: was it a bongo of course it was a bongo
1: like yeah I feel like, I feel like it was like it was so long ago now that i don't i tried i tried to block out those details but it was literally just like so weird so so weird
0: <laughs> the thing is it's it's clearly done with the best intentions and, and the wonderful oh, yeah. teams have a very clear vision of what they want and that's absolutely fine, but there's never the time to really convey what it's going to be or what it's going to look like. So it can be quite alienating sometimes when you're in that situation and you haven't been kind of caught up with it, Mm. especially if there's lots of people to get through. It might be one of three calls they've got through that day. So sometimes you do end up just sat there or stood there ready to go through no fault of anybody's really literally thinking what the hell yes and it's like, absolutely fine to do that i think that's it but if it catches you unaware and you weren't <laughs> expecting somebody to teddy roll
1: <laughs> i was crying because i was like this guy is like like award like award nominated do you know what i mean like this guy is like for the role like he is like fully a star in my eyes i'm like he is like this amazing actor and like this amazing vocalist, and then he's given it teddy bear roll from from <laughs> stage right to stage left. I was just like, "This is what is going on? What is <laughs> that's I that's like definitely
0: <laughs> that's definitely the one that I want to see the video of. <laughs> oh
1: god! And it was like you just, like roll through under under yourself, and it was just oh wow! It was it was a lot. Yeah, it, it was a lot. I've just thought of another one that is, see this. It was,
0: This is what I love about this show. There's people who come on and they say, I don't really have many, many stories about auditions. And then halfway through, they're like, oh, here's my fourth one. (laughs) Come on, hit me, come on.
1: It was for a commercial and it was like at 9am in the morning in Piccadilly. So I had to get up really, really early. And so... And I think I had a show that night or like I had a show. So I was like, I'm going to be in town like eight hours early for a
0: whole day. Oh no! Yeah.
1: So, but I I was like, anyway, it's a commercial. Let me go and see what happens. So I, I get there and we're being partnered up with people for this commercial. So like, you know, when they, they book you in in slots with someone else. Right. So then we go in and they're like, okay, so you and this random guy that you've just met now are married and you, um, you've got a baby here's the doll and you have to like um, you're doing a shopping list and you he he talks he's listing all the things that he's gonna get and then your one line is to be like oh don't forget the muffins okay so I was like cool got it yeah so he's he's basically got to be like oh I'm gonna get fairy blah 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 and, and then I go oh don't forget the muffins like really easy really really easy. So we're doing this scene, and I'm like holding the baby, and then the guy I'm partnered with is like, "So I'm gonna get you muffins," and and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was literally like, "That's literally my one line." Okay, cool, cool, cool. How am I gonna make this work? So then I was like, "Oh, get me those chocolate chip," like literally just making up random stuff, and and then the guys who are taking the taking the meeting are like. Okay, yeah, really good take, really good take. So we just went to the guy who I'm with. Hey, so you say like all these other things, but Heba will say, "Don't forget the muffins." Okay, so don't mention you don't mention muffins. Will say and then I was so I was like, "Okay, okay, I've got it. Have you got it? Yeah, cool. We both got it." So and this is like at nine a.m. in the morning, so I I haven't got that kind of like um, ability to change my face yet, and and be like <laughs> and be like really like not annoyed at this guy that I'm with so I was like I was like okay yeah cool I, so I me to the casting team I'm like yeah I've fully got it thanks guys I've got it it's yeah you want me to say okay, don't this, forget the this muffins.
0: woman here she's on board all right
1: cool just double checking I'm so, so and also I was like clarifying it again I was like just double checking I say don't forget the muffins and they're like they're like yeah you've got it you've got it everyone got it cool he behold the baby cool 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 I've got the baby Again, random guy I've met for this audition. So I've never met him before. And, and so I'm like, okay, cool. He's listing again. He's listing, oh, like, and he's like fully just going for it. So he's like, yo, I'm going to get you the fairy liquid and the blah, blah, blah. And of course the muffins. And he says no. the muffins again. <laughs> By this point I was like, well, I'm not going to get this job because luck has put me with this guy <laughs> that's literally, literally not taking a single bit of direction. So obviously by this point, the team are just like, thank you. And I'm like, yeah, thanks, guys. <laughs> like oh. knowing full well that it was just like there was nothing we could do here.
0: <laughs> there was muffin you could do. No, I
1: was, I was literally just like, well, yeah, thanks, guys. And <laughs> I, I literally told everyone this story afterwards. I was like, literally, he just had to not mention muffins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's, yeah.
0: Oh, nerves can play a, a funny old trick on you sometimes, can't just- you?
1: and do you know what he was probably like a really lovely guy and like just maybe like woke up tired it was a really hungry childish... <laughs> i think was hungry. Yeah, he was hungry probably hungry and was like i could do it with some muffins like <laughs> and just like kept saying it but oh my god that was that was a funny one for me i was like crazy you literally can't make this up
0: <laughs> oh dear and the thing is you're right yeah it wasn't your fault you weren't doing it no. but to some teams that's enough to say well i just won't bother with her then because by association
1: we, yeah it was like a, a yeah pair. so like they paired us up um but it was just like oh gosh and and to be fair i was just by i wish like people could see my face through the microphone because my face was literally like <laughs> not I, was, I was just not having any of it i was listeners like- that
0: is the most least impressed face i've <laughs> ever seen like she he looks like she's gonna jump through the screen and deck you
1: he <laughs> was just like oh is this for real like it's 9 a.m i had to wake up at six to get down to london oh. so i cannot deal with this right now <laughs> we had to like wear suits for this audition like yeah. we so, you know with the commercials where they're like you have to come like specifically dressed for like this part so i had to i had to be like in a blouse and uh, and also i don't own that that's like not part of my attire do you know what i mean like i i don't have I, I don't work in in a show in the in the evenings and just have like a normal nine to five where i go into canary wharf and wear like a full suit so like that's not something that i have in my house that is just like lying around so again i had to like buy it a shirt and something else so there's a- oh, man. Like- so by that time when he was saying muffins for like the third time i was like i'm out <laughs> I was like, i'm out
0: <laughs> oh well that's the title of that clip then remember the muffins <laughs> 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 or forget the muffin just don't talk about bloody muffins <laughs>
1: don't talk about muffins unless <laughs> wine is about muffins <laughs>
0: <laughs> so what we like about doing this show is we get uh audition stories sent in from both sides of the table and oh, it just I love that. and and that's it's so it's so useful to know that how sometimes a uh a, a, don't want to use the word bad audition too much but how an audition circumstance can affect both sides of the table now Mm-mm. this this is a particularly this is a, a story well just don't do this i think okay. is the is the yeah, okay. the best way to Uh, convey this message from this choreographer. So he sends in one horror story of an audition for a show that I was choreographing for Mm. was for a revival of quite an obscure opera. I was working with two really well-established creatives as director and MD. I was on the panel being the choreographer with my Mm. assistant. Now, part of the audition was my assistant would teach a small routine to the auditionee, quite simple, and they'd learn it one at a time in the room. Mm. Now, this auditionee comes in, sings, and it's all fine. She's not the best vocalist in the world, but it's still absolutely fine. Mm. My assistant gets up and teaches the routine. It's quite obvious this person can't move, let alone dance again. Absolutely fine. But then out of nowhere, she says, oh, there isn't going to be any of this ridiculous choreography in the show, is there? Oh, to God. the choreography team.
1: Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God.
0: It was a very quick, solid no for me when it came to casting.
1: Oh. God.
0: The one big thing I'd like to say is just be kind. Talent is one thing. Hard work is another. Casting and being right for a character is totally subjective. But you can Mm. sway so much just by radiating kindness. That'll get you noticed. And that'll be what people write on your CV for future reference. Mm -hmm. It's fine to be wrong for a part or not right for the role or not a strong enough singer or whatever. But being kind could bring you back for a different job you are right for.
1: I fully agree with that. I fully, fully agree with that
0: don't say to the team you don't want to ah oh.
1: i think uh, like obviously i don't know who this person is but i feel like that was that was coming from a place of like insecurity and like obviously not being able to do the choreography and so rather than you know be vulnerable in that position and just go oh, god i can't do this she then like went for it being the their fault do you know yeah what I mean? um, but if but you not... don't
0: if you don't say it right it'll come across oh, really god. catty oh, and god
1: yeah it's terrible it's terrible and it's so interesting isn't it how like words can be misconstru- misconstrued in that set like way not that you know i don't know what her intentions were at all with that but like i feel like it's like just just be nice like don't don't do no like, you didn't have to comment on that like no. it's just um oh, just God. go
0: for this is hard ha, yeah. ha. and a little giggle yeah. and, and then make you a joke know about
1: it. Exactly. make a joke about it yeah, yeah. not this oh, is but- a disaster no Oh, Trust me, I've been in that situation where I've, I, I've known that it's, it's been hard and I've, I've had to laugh at myself and just be like, okay, I'm gonna give it a go, guys. Here we go, like, and just because that's all you can do. Like, oh dear, it's, it has to be a fit as well on both sides. Do you yeah. know what I mean?
0: Like, and it's, it's okay for it not to be. Oh,
1: yeah. I think that's
0: something that we're learning so much with doing the show.
1: Mm.
0: If you're not right, that's literally it, you're just not right for it doesn't mean you're not good at a job or not good at many jobs throughout your career just not right for that one and that's absolutely cool
1: yeah it is is. because it
0: means it wasn't your job it was someone else's job and that's absolutely fine and i think at the moment as well that's quite it's quite easy to to fall into that mindset with lots of things going on in lockdown and and lots of people doing lots of concerts and lots of people not doing lots of concerts and stuff doesn't mean that you're not valued it just means that it was this person's time and your time will come again and it will come again
1: i look back at like my my drama school experience right and like i i didn't get a main part in my third year like i i wasn't one of those people that got a main part in my third year and like i knew that if i didn't take matters into my own hands i just wouldn't be given those opportunities that say other people in my year got Mm. and so i got the book do you remember that book Contact?
0: Oh yeah, now there's. There'll be some people listening to this yeah. show that don't know what Contacts is because I don't yeah. think it. I don't think the physical copy exists no, anymore. It's
1: on, it's on the Spotlight website though. Yeah. like if you're on the Spotlight website, the whole directory is on Spotlight still. Contacts so, used
0: to be a literal book that yeah. you would have, just everything in.
1: Every, it had like all the casting directors, all the agents, or like ev- everyone, everyone's directory on there. So I, I literally printed out my CV and headshots and like sent them off to every single casting director like like and 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 then sent like emails and with voice like little voice clips from like my phone like a recording on my dictaphone of me singing and sent them off to these people and and then got my audition for I got an audition from Pip Ralian's office for Jim Arnold and they were like listen you're not right for this job but come in for another thing that we're casting and then I got the Bender like Beckham workshops and then I got my agent through that. And I was like, if I if I wasn't if I sat there and went, I didn't get a main part in third year, this is so unfair. Like why why is you know that my situation? Then I I honestly truly believe that I wouldn't be sat here right now having this conversation with you. Yeah. Because like if things don't go your way, make them go your way. Yeah. <laughs> like like there are th- and th- never stop trying like ne- never feel defeated and just go oh no well it's not happening make make it happen like write to these people pester them <laughs> like I probably, <laughs> I probably should but honestly I'll tell you now these these casting directors probably felt pestered by me but like I still I still was like I'm gonna do this I'm gonna write to these people and and like I that those relationships I created from that literally me sending those emails and there's like um those like physical copies. I like posted them to people. Yeah. It like that that then gave me like my first three jobs. Yeah. And it's like it's just like you know, write to the, if you if you see a casting director or someone that you're like, oh this is this is a company I would like to work for and I feel like I would be a good fit for them, write to them. Write to them. Like send them a clip of you singing. Do that because I don't know if I can say this, but it's ballsy. Like, they'll appreciate It is ballsy. That. Of course it is. <laughs> like, so, like, just, just do it. Just do it. What's the worst they can do? Not reply. Okay, we write to someone else. Like, <laughs> like it's just, it's one of those things where it's like, so that's like my two cents on it. I didn't even know if I made any sense there. Yeah,
0: no, you that. did. I'll just edit it out and it'll just be you going, pester them. And that's it. Pester them. <laughs> <laughs> Cut it down. Just saying, pester them. No. <laughs> I'd love you to tell us about your jasmine audition process
1: oh well actually that's such an interesting story i've like so i
0: it's good to mention that are you still the only person to play jasmine of the correct heritage
1: as far as i'm aware
0: that's huge that's and you were definitely the first
1: i'm pretty sure yeah because i'm i'm middle eastern and my mum's moroccan and my dad's egyptian um and as far as i know i'm the only person who is like like either like um, Asian, South Asian or Middle Eastern to play Jasmine, like the first person.
0: That's, first of all, that's amazing. And when you told me that for the first time, I couldn't believe that it had taken that long. I couldn't believe that wasn't how that was cast. So with that in mind, tell us about your audition process for Jasmine.
1: I, so I auditioned for the London production and I didn't get it and they then asked if I was interested in coming in for the Australian production and I was like oh yeah like I would love to do the show anywhere in the world um and so I I went in and I did like my first round um and I was working front of house at the time ah. I was working in front of house at uh, wicked and so I, I I did my first round and I just went in in like jeans and a and a um And like a red top or whatever and they asked they asked us to take in a legit song and Mm -hmm. and a song and a whole new world okay yeah and they were running late that day so they so the team just went um can we just hear um a whole new world so i was like okay sure and so I, i did a whole new world and then then they called me back the next day to like do some more work and Gore, this is like this is like I'm going to preface this by saying, like, I think when you get a casting director like this, it can literally change the whole way you audition because mm. like, it's so amazing to have someone to tell you specifically, like to give you specific notes. do you know what I mean? Yeah. To, to tell you exactly what it what it is that you need to do because they can see that potential in you and go, if you did this, this is what this is what the Americans are saying quotation marks are looking for, kind of thing. So, like, Gordon rung my agent and and was like, okay, so you need to come in as, like, glam as possible, basically, and with, with like, heels on, and try give it as much kind of Disney princess as you can in, and make make the performance bigger, like, as if you're on the Palladium stage performing rather than in, in an audition room.
0: Which is so, it's like, so hard sometimes to distance yourself from the actual room that you're in. So that in yeah. it, that in itself is it's quite tricky sometimes, especially if you have to clam yourself up and, and really feel like you're not there.
1: Yeah, and so like just even, but even that small tip of like being like, hey, give it like give it at the Palladium rather than in at the Umbrella Rooms, so like it, it that that was like, oh, thank you, that's so helpful. So then I went back again, and so. I'm going to say at this point they were auditioning for the Australian production of Aladdin internationally. So they were auditioning in London and they were auditioning in New York and they were auditioning in LA and, uh, and somewhere else I want to say. Australia? So, <laughs> so I think they'd already done the auditions in Australia. Oh, right. Okay. And, and couldn't find anyone in Australia. And that's why they, they spread their looked, wings a bit. Okay. Exactly. If you can cast the show in Australia, they would rather it was cast with Australian people which is understandable
0: great way to be really isn't it
1: yeah and their their pool of like their pool of performers um is large for not many shows that come to australia so you want you want to cast it with australian people Mm. first and foremost which is so understandable so so yeah so then they then they branched out and then so i had so whilst i was auditioning they always said hey listen we are we are auditioning everywhere um so we we're, we're still seeing people from america blah 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 so then i had like i want to say like nine rounds
0: Wee, boy
1: and and there was like work sessions and then the americans came and 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 we had some direction and then some tapes going back and forth and then the final one it was me and one other girl from the uk and we we read with this this actor and we did the scenes and they filmed it all and and they and they sent it off and this was like our final so whatever this is like this is the final thing that we're gonna do we'll find out either way if we get it or not so then maybe like a week after that the girl who was in my finals with me because obviously you make friends with people in a process and you like you get to know each other she she uh facebook messaged me and she said that she didn't get it and i was like oh crap like i'm gonna find out soon then if yeah it was literally just us two in the room i'm gonna find out soon so then i I like messaged my agent and i was like the other girl said she didn't get it and he messaged back being like hey listen you're kind of top choice in the uk but they're still auditioning like everywhere so it will be a while before we hear back and i was like okay cool so like legit five weeks go past five weeks and by this point, my like bestie is being like, Hiba, forget about it. Like, just forget about it. Cause I was literally like, oh God. And and my agent was still kind of like submitting me for other things. So then like this specific day, I had I had another meeting, I had another audition, um, at Jarwood Space in in um Waterloo. And I literally that day I said to myself, Okay, stop thinking about Aladdin and just go in and focus on this audition and like like do a good job for this audition and so i go in and literally as i walk in through the door at jerwood space it says aladdin rehearsals upstairs because they were rehearsing for they were rehearsing for the london production right so i was like of course of course they're rehearsing (laughs) for the london production at jerwood space like that just makes sense so then I, i i then go up like a floor or whatever to my to my audition and literally they they just call my name to go into the room and the whole disney team is coming down the stairs
0: like are these the same people that you know now
1: yeah like because because it's it's the same team that casts it worldwide yeah so it's the same team that casts the london australian broadway like everyone so they're all coming down the stairs at this point including the like uk resident people and I literally was like, hi, but then like ran into my audition because th- they'd literally just called my name and like they called it twice. So I was like, Oh, okay, haha. Ha, and like, <laughs> chop, chop. Them. like Yeah. And of course for this for this specific thing I was going in for, they asked to hear like all of my rep. And <laughs> they were just like, Okay, let's hear you sing this, this and this. So then um, so then I, I left probably about ten minutes after, and they're all still outside. They're all still outside the room. And I was like, this is really weird. This is really, really weird. And, and then the, the UK resident at the time went, I'm so pleased for you. <gasps> and I was like, I was literally, I literally, I, now in hindsight, I should have been like, I'm sorry, what? But like, I just went, ha, ha, ha. Like I literally didn't say anything. I was like, oh, ha, ha. And then um, they're all just talking like I knew basically and they're like oh so you're going to be at the london press night right you're going to come to the london press night and i was like oh oh yeah i'd love to like i had no idea what they were talking about oh no and then yeah and i, and I thought honestly because I, I literally went oh god this is so embarrassing they think i'm someone else <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> they, they think i am someone else this is so embarrassing oh my god i can't believe this and so then I left the, I left the, I left there space. And again, it was all really like super awkward. And I was like, okay, well, and they're like, see you at press night. And I was like, yeah, thinking, oh God, this is so bad. And then I call my agent and I was like, hey, listen, I just had this weird encounter, like with the whole team. And he was like, okay, um, let me find out. And then literally maybe like an hour or so later, he calls me and he's like, so basically, you've got jasmine but there's like a girl who is opening the show in sydney and doing it for two months and then you're taking over from her (laughs) and so i was literally like but my agent worded it in a way that was like what are you doing in november in 2000 and i was like ah but like but that was basically what the what the whole thing was oh
0: what what a process
1: it was honestly i felt like it was like months of like, and then I had to keep it a secret for like the longest time. (laughs) Like literally 10 months, I think I had to keep it a secret. Flipping Um, heck. Yeah. And I was at the press night and everyone was like, why is Heber at the press night? Because I was at the press night, like talking to everyone, like I knew everyone and everyone from the London cast was like, why is Heber here? Like, this is so weird. Cause like I couldn't tell anyone that I was doing it in, in um, Australia. So I was just like, it's so nice to be here. Like, just like the weird, so weird. What a so kind
0: funny. thing they've done. I didn't get the job, but I got a free ticket and yeah, some champagne.
1: Literally, <laughs> literally, but, and like Disney know how to throw a party. So it was literally just like the most unreal kind of like experience of my life where I was just like, I this is so like weird kind of pinch me moment where <laughs> Alan Menken is like across the room and like little t- like 11 year old Heber but like also 22 year old Evo was like ah (laughs) this is like oh hi
0: alan how you doing hi yeah i'm fine yeah
1: thanks (laughs) what like honestly it's like oh god i can't even it was like dreams like literal dreams but um oh that's amazing that, that was my that was my aladdin audition process that's
0: that's why i wanted to ask you about it because i know there were people who would have wanted to hear how such a huge show works mm. with so many moving parts as well and such a wonderful casting team behind it as well
1: oh my god oh my god the whole uh, that whole process like honestly regardless of the outcome of like whether i'd i'd gotten it or not it was one of my f- yeah. favorite processes like they were just so lovely and so like warm and like giving with them the knowledge of like what they the, what they had to you know share so it was just that's
0: exactly it i think when and every casting team cares about their job because because everyone does but when it really really feels like a personal care towards you calling you and saying if you do this you're going to come across exactly how we want you to come across it's just that little helping hand helps unlock that thing in your head that goes i get it now and then you get to give the very best performance that you can and get the job hey
1: Insane, like insane even now like i'm like that was so weird and like i you know when you just think i owe everything to like gordon and jill for like just kind of giving giving me a chance as well like because by that at that time i i was still like just hustling do you know what i mean like auditioning nonstop? I i'd graduated like two years ago and was just like trying my hardest and like getting you know when you get to that point where you're like i'm, I'm getting to finals and just not getting things yeah. like just oh not- i know that point yeah and like just wasn't getting anything and and like probably like a week or two before my my first audition for that Aladdin Australia I found out I didn't get two shows that I was in the final for on the same day oh oh that's I, gutting isn't it I would like I was sat, and I remember this so vividly, and Luke Bayer came and joined me, and was like, babe, I'm just gonna sit with you, because I was sat in Nando's in Piccadilly <laughs> when I got the call, and I was, I was literally sat there eating my wrap, like just feeling sorry for myself, like probably crying, and, and Luke was just sat with me like, We've got this, like, it'll be fine. Like, we just have to keep going. We just have to keep going. And like, if someone was to tell me and Luke, me and Luke Bayer that, like, at that time, we'd we'd probably laugh in their face and be like, yeah, right. Like, that's going to happen for us. Because we were just like roaming Piccadilly, eating Nando's and just like going to do our front of house jobs at, at um, Wicked. And like, and, but like, we loved theatre so much. Like, we loved it. Yeah. We, we loved it So it was just one of those things where it was like, even... Even sometimes, like in the darkest moments, it's like just keep, just keep going, <laughs> just keep going, yeah
0: this this came in,, mm. and as someone who's done a fair amount of kids' shows, uh yeah, your mind always goes to this place, but you never let it out,
1: oh God, I got it, I
0: love this so mm. much, but i don't love okay. I don't love what happened, but I love it, okay, okay. <sighs> he says picture the scene
1: Mm. we're in
0: a soho audition room in a really big spacious studio auditioning for a sketch comedy show for kids (laughs) i can't remember where it was for it might have been edinburgh i didn't get it and you'll see why it was one of those dreaded workshop auditions, where one has to have really big energy and just be ready to say yes at every opportunity thrown at you. Now I wasn't trained in pro or comedy, but I've got a big personality, and my agent and I thought it would be a really good match, and well, I was called in, so it's great. So we go in, there are about eight of us, and the only brief that we were given in advance was that we should go and be ready to play for a couple of hours. Who knows what this meant? But I was young and naive at the time, so I didn't ask any questions in advance to really prove that I'd be super ready for whatever they threw at me. (laughs) Well, in actual fact, it was just a little bit overwhelming. A couple of people there clearly knew each other. Another knew someone on the panel and a couple were just absolute muppets. I just blended into the background and kept (laughs) myself to myself. We played a few impro games and weirdly some party games, literally musical statues at one point. I hadn't contributed much, a couple of cutting jokes maybe, but nowhere near the big energy the rest of them had shown. We finished a game and they paused for a moment or two for the team to have a chat through. Clearly they were discussing us and our CVs. The rest of the group all chatting to each other, me just standing there looking at my shoes. Oh God! They call out my name and ask me to start the next game. It was kind of like Pictionary. They told me I had to draw a picture and the team would have to guess what it was. I couldn't think of anything funny to draw. I actually just couldn't think of anything. My mind went oh blank.
1: God. Oh, God.
0: I could tell this was my moment and all eyes were on me. It was my chance oh. to show how funny and inventive I could be. So I thought, screw it, and I went with an old faithful. I went bold, straight out the gate.
1: Oh, my God.
0: I drew a circle. Uh, planet! Football! Face! The guesses energetically started flying in. I drew another circle. Binoculars, Olympic rings, bubbles. Oh God,
1: oh God, oh God I know where this is going. I added
0: some lines to the circles. Fruit, hedgehogs. I then completed the drawing with a big long middle bit. Oh God. I knew what I was doing and I was really proud. Oh God. I thought the surprise would be really funny. We were all adults after all. As I drew, the guesses continued. Rocket, double lollipop, sausage. Then the room saw it. I'd drawn a very clear, big old willy.
1: <laughs> oh my God. Oh God. Cue oh absolute God.
0: hysterics from the people in the room.
1: Yes, yeah. I'd nailed
0: it. I say people in the room, but the director wasn't having any of it.
1: Oh God.
0: She leapt out of her seat, said, no, no, no. I won't have any of that in my room. This is a kid's okay. show.
1: Out, get out. Oh my God. She
0: threw me out of the room.
1: Oh my God.
0: All I was doing was trying to make them laugh. Break the tension. Well, it worked for the group as they were still giggling. So I stepped forward, bowed dramatically, and left quickly. <gasps> to be honest, I was quite happy to be out of the room by this point. I didn't fit in with the job or anyone there, and it made me feel hot and sweaty whilst I auditioned. I made a choice, but hey, the choice was clearly the wrong one this time, <laughs> which is a shame because drawing a big old Willy is always funny.
1: <laughs> oh my God. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh also the reaction, being like, "Get out!" Oh my god, that is crazy! Oh, I can't. Dear,
0: oh, I, I mean, do send us a picture. Well, don't send us a picture. Well. Actually, don't send us a picture.
1: Oh my god! Oh, the last That's line
0: of it, he says, "Oh, balls."
1: Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know what? Whoever you are, you are very funny, and oh. I would have found that very, very funny. Well, obviously, like doing a Disney show, it, you can't like it's just not you exactly. can't do anything. Like it's so. But also, I'm I'm quite like I would describe myself as a Disney princess anyway. So, <laughs> You're like, very right, you are. I am, not, I am not someone who would say like I find it very funny. Never like, said the I
0: word Willy. Really.
1: No. <laughs> no. Oh my god! Even now, I'm like. <laughs> I'm
0: like, I'm like... I like love, that. I love the fact that all of the other people in the audition room. He won them yeah. over. He won them over, and then yeah. she absolutely cut yeah. him down. Oh dear! You just get to know,
1: do you? Like with with the with with an improv moment. Also, draw. Firstly, I just want to say, drawing in an audition would be my worst nightmare. I don't
0: know. I don't know how to draw. I'm terrible. I
1: can't draw anything. Like I'm terrible. Oh God, that would honestly be my worst nightmare being like, hey, um, we know we're asking you to sing, dance and act and maybe play an instrument, but also, can you be Vincent van Gogh? <laughs> no. uh, Vincent
0: van, no, I'm not. afraid not, no.
1: <laughs> like, it's crazy, I, I I can't, I literally can't. That's, that's- that That's is made so my day, that. That's, like... that's bold, that is bold.
0: <laughs> so before we let you go, what would you add to the audition process to make it a little bit more fun?
1: Well, I like the idea of like, of like them not seeing you. Ooh. <laughs> so, so kind of like the voice, but, but like, so, so for, for a singing audition, um, just, and just singing so that you, you've not done any scene work or anything yet. And they just hear you sing. you're still in the room with them, but like they don't, they don't have an initial kind of reaction to you. Do you know what I mean? They just hear you sing and then you do the rest of the stuff. Like, and then you actually speak to them and talk to them and stuff. And that way also, if you're someone who gets really, really nervous, you don't have to see the panel and they don't have to see you. I like that. (laughs) And there's no no preconceived idea of how this person is going to be either. So like, I think it's, maybe it's me being philosophical, but it's so, when someone comes in before they've sung or anything you've already cast them in your head based on their appearance and it's like well what if they've got this insane voice and don't look like what you think the character looked like but they have every like but it doesn't specify what the character looks like it's just what you think this character looks like that's a really good idea yeah
0: i love that
1: (laughs) that's just my my like Maybe that could be a thing where it's like, oh, there's no preconceit. You're not being judged on your appearance. You're being judged on the talent that you bring to the table.
0: That is and a then- really good idea. <laughs> I don't know how we'd execute it, but I love it. I
1: mean, God knows, like God knows how that would like happen ever, but um, and like how that would even because obviously the people look at your headshots before you even get into the room. But it, <laughs> in, an, in an ideal world, that would be something that that you know, your
0: head your happen. headshot is just. A question mark, and that's it. Yeah, like,
1: "Hmm." and you see their CV and their skills, and you're like, oh, they they they're funny, they're whatever. Like, you see see the skills they have for this character that matches the character's like suitabilities, and then they come in, and they're not necessarily what you, as the casting director or the director, expected this character to look like from reading the script. And then this person has like an insane voice, or like good comic timing, or something. You're like, oh wow, they're like, not who my initial thought would have been, but they're perfect for this. I like, love character. it.
0: That's, that's. I think that might be the first actually useful one that we've had.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> not that a cat isn't useful in the audition room.
1: <laughs> I love that. Or or a trapdoor. Yeah, a trapdoor. A
0: trapdoor, just like an ejector seat. But would the trapdoor ejector seat be for the auditionee or the auditioner? Ooh. Oh,
1: both. Both. Heba,
0: thank you very much. That was great. Thank
1: you. Oh, my God. Thank you for having me. I had fun. <laughs>
0: And there we go. That was this week's episode of Don't Call Us, We'll Call You with the brilliant Heba Sheik. You can find her on Instagram and Twitter. We'll put her links down in the bio uh, in the episode description. Uh, It's a really, really big joy for me to talk to someone as open and and lovely and passionate about the theatre industry as Heba. I have such a wonderful time chatting to her and making her laugh. She's got so, so much going on. She's in a load of concerts. She's done some incredible recordings. Do check her out. And when the show's back in town, hopefully we'll be able to see Heba. in Everybody's Talking About Jamie once again. If you've listened to the show and you want to get in touch with us, you've got any other stories you want to share with us or you just want to say hello and tell us how much you enjoy the show, get in touch. We're at don'tcalluspod at gmail.com. We're on Twitter, don'tcalluspod, and Instagram as well. Uh, you'll find links to all of us and also... If you haven't listened to the rest of the series yet, we've got 12 shows ready and waiting for you. We've got over 12 hours of free content that will make you howl. Some of the episodes in particular that are really funny, episode two is a stone-cold classic. Our episode with Sarah Jane Price is brilliant because we hear it from the other side of the table, from the casting director's side as well. Last week's episode with Emily Fleming from Good Mythical Morning. She got 16 million subscribers. It's mad. Is so much fun and a little bit sweary because we were drinking while we did it. It was a lovely evening record. A very different one for me. So I hope you enjoy that one. And there's so many more to get your teeth into. Don't just stop at one. Enjoy them all because they are packed full of genuinely hilarious stories and I am cringing thinking back on all the ones I've told that's the thing with this show I record them sometimes we record three or four in a day and I (laughs) I read the stories forget I've read them And then go back to edit the show a week or so later and I get sweaty and hot and burn up all over again. Remembering that these happened to you, our listeners, and the people that do have them happen to them. I hope I do them justice for you as well. I read them verbatim and oh my goodness, what a journey it is (laughs) indeed. Next week's episode, we have Caroline Kay. Uh, You'll remember we had David Hunter a couple of weeks ago. Well, Caroline and David wrote the incredible uh, mini-musical, The Space Between. So before you listen to next week's, or before next week's show comes out, make sure you head back and listen to our David Hunter episode. If you have enjoyed the show this week, then you can share us on Instagram as well. Uh, If you go to Spotify, you can share a link directly to your stories to the show this week and tag us at Don't Call Us Pod. It genuinely means a lot. I know we talk about social stuff a lot, but we're a free show. You don't have to pay to listen to us. And the, the best way that you can support us is by telling new people to listen to us. Everybody's got a friend who loves a story like this. So hopefully we can find them together. But look, I'm going to head off now. It's raining here in London. You could probably hear it in the microphone. I'm going to go and probably put the heating on as a little treat. Oh, goodness me. We will see you next week. We release our shows every Friday morning at about seven o'clock in British time. I will speak to you very soon in your ear canals. But for now, wash your hands, look after yourself, stay safe, wear your mask. And remember, don't call us. We'll call you. Goodbye, everyone. <music>